Hi, this is Penny Lerner, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we are in for some good times. I'm ready to just shout from the rooftops. Our boy, Roger, is back in the building. Yes, man, come on. I am excited. How you doing, Bryce? How you feeling about Roger being back, man? Man, well, you know, tennis just really hasn't been the same since he's been out. Right. I mean, you know, I watch it and everything, but (laughs) (laughs) right. It's like my spirit ain't quite all the way there. Right. It's just just like on the women's side, if Venus or Serena's not it, or I guess now maybe even Osaka. Right. Right. If if one of the three of them ain't in the tournament, then I'm like, "Eh." it's like, yeah, you know, it's all right. I'm gonna watch, but you know, (laughs) right. That that fire ain't gonna be there. No, not (laughs) at all. So, um, so I'm very excited that Roger's back, and I'm I'm also excited that he said he hasn't had a setback in a couple of months. Now, Ooh, nice. so yeah, so he said he, you know, he's feeling really good. Um, you know, of course, we have to keep our expectations realistic. I mean, absolutely, it's, it's one thing to play practice sets and <laughs> and, and and to be playing against you know the top uh junior in Rwanda, right. but <laughs> but, <Right>. <laughs> but you know, um, hopefully, you know, it'll it'll all pan out well for him because I heard someone else mention a day. They said Roger Federer really isn't one of those kind of players that needs all these kind of reps to get into his game. He just kind of has that natural, you know, like, Hey, I kind of got this skill. I can do this. So (laughs) let let me step out there. Usually when we see an issue with Roger is it's usually related to some sort of physical thing, Mm -hmm. like, you know, with the knee or the back or, you know, whatever. But if he can move and he can get around, you right. know, that that serve is pretty much always there for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know he has the new backhand, so that's that's been an improvement. And yes. um as long as he's healthy to to, you know, play that transition game, get to the net, knock off some easy points, he he should he should do okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I like what you said initially, though. It, you know, folks got to be, you know, realistic. We can't, you know, just be like, oh, Roger's about to win, like, the next 10 tournaments. No. You know, we need to to, to let old boy get back into the into the swing of things, um, see, you know, test the knee out, make sure everything is good. Um, so for me, it's like, yeah, as long as he, you know, gets his game out there and plays this week and next week, you know, I don't really have any any major, you know, expectations of him winning just as long as he's out there trying to trying to get himself right for Wimbledon. That to right. me is really what it's all about. And um, and apparently that's what it's all about to him too, because he came out and said any of the matches that he plays, um, you know, coming up, they're all in preparation for Wimbledon. For Wimbledon, yeah. That that's where his focus is. And so that of course makes me want to ask you the question. Uh-huh. You know, does he play any clay court matches? <sighs> we talked about this a little bit, and I still, I still feel like he should play at least one, if not two, events. And and 
the fact that see we already jumping into it so the fact that we already <laughs> know that Medvedev is going to take the number two spot so yes. he is going to be yes. number two yes and yes. I I, I kind of wish they had kind of shared that a little bit the week before because you know I, I feel like he did succumb to the pressure in this past tournament because of that whole number two. Whereas right. they should just told him, "Boy, it don't really matter. Just yeah, <laughs> you, you won't get it. You right. won't get it. So just relax. It's all good." But I think he kind of buckled a little bit. But regardless of that, if he is number two and Djokovic is number one and Nadal is number three, and there is a chance that Nadal and Djokovic will be on the same right. side of the draw, Federer right. needs to have his ass a bit of French. Do not even <laughs> trip. Do not even play with me, Roger Federer. You better get up there in that French Open. <laughs> right. Listen. Okay. So yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we, and, we can't mess with that, bro. And Go guess ahead. what? If the draw don't work out right, right then just withdraw. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If, if they get on the other side of the draw, it, it ain't like anybody's going to be mad. Because, like I said, he's Roger Federer. You've earned it at this point. So right. if you pull out, that's all right. They shift around the draw and everything. everybody's happy. It's, <laughs> but no, no, you put your name up in there. And I still feel like even even outside of the of the French, um, I, I feel like he should at least play one clay court tournament. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because, again, the clay is really where you kind of have to, or you force yourself to have to build points. And I still feel like that does him such a a good, it's a good thing for him because to me, it really allows him to really, I guess, think about points and it better prepares him even for when he gets on the grass. Cause again, Roger Federer points away from winning Wimbledon two years ago. And why? Because he played the clay court season. He made right. it to the semis of Roland Garros. He he had an outstanding clay court season. So I feel like that confidence transitioned or translated itself into good results on grass. He needs to do the same thing. Right. And Paul, you know, made a, a, a really, really good point about he could play Madrid where the clay is typically faster in the right. higher uh, altitude. So that's right. Um, and, and, and if he, if he's thinking about not playing the French, I would definitely play, um, and I don't know if Madrid is one of the early um, ones, uh, because usually I think Italy is like typically like the last one, right? I think so. Yeah, I always but, get confused how they do those, but yeah. Right. Hopefully it's one of the earlier ones, because if he doesn't want to play the French, he can get in, he can play that one um, in Madrid, get that through, and then really start focusing in on on the grass. Exactly. You know, so, well, look, we have gotten way ahead of ourselves in terms of how we typically do the show. So, you know, welcome, everyone. Glad to see a good number of people out there. I just want to remind everyone uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick look at the results from last week, take a quick peek at the tournaments that are going on this week. And then we're going to invite some of you guys up to come on up and share your thoughts on what's going on in this world of tennis. So Yes, and really quickly, let me make sure we give our shout-out, because, again, for the folks who are listening to this as a podcast, we are recording this on the Locker Room app. We got a ton of folks out there in the, in the, in the audience there waiting to get up here and chat it up with us. So, folks, if you have not become aware, be aware of the Locker Room app. It's available in uh, iTunes and the Apple Store. If you want to talk about sports, especially with us in tennis, you need to get that locker room app. Come join us. We're always here every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 
to chat it up. So get the locker room map and please, please come join us. All right. Absolutely. So last week we had um, two men's tournaments and we had, uh, no, I'm sorry. We had three men's tournaments. Right. And we had, was it two Two women? Yep. Two two women's women's tournaments. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing here is let's go ahead and let's stick with the men since we're already talking about the men right now. Cool. And and we will go with the uh uh yeah, let's go with the the, the men's tournament. So there was a tournament in Argentina mm-hmm. and there was a tournament in Rotterdam. Yes. And the turn let's start with the tournament in Argentina. And this okay. is the one where we had homeboy. Oh, yeah. Diego Schwartzman, Argentine, mm-hmm. um, as the top seed, and he actually met in the finals this young guy, this other Argentine, this this um, Sarandolo, yes, and, yep. uh, and 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 his brother had just won. His younger brother had just won his first tournament last week. Uh, very first time being in a main draw, going all the way through, winning the tournament. And now the older brother made it to the finals. Um, you know, Dago opened up the, the bakery on him with that breadstick <laughs> and that whole biscuit. But what's going on with that family? I mean, two finals right? in a row, uh, some young guys. Uh, did, what did you think about those guys? Yeah, man, that was that was some awesome results. Um, the fact that, again, like you said, you got one brother that wins a tournament the previous week. The other brother makes it to the final. I mean, that's just a great story. Um, you don't see that very often as far as siblings being able to kind of get out there and, and, uh, and, you know, have such good results so quickly. And it just kind of begins to motivate. And, and you know, Sarundolo, I mean, for him, it's – that semifinal against Ramos Vignoles, for him to be able to pull that out and gave him a whole biscuit in the third, I mean, that to me, Bryce, was was really exceptional play because Ramos Vignoles is a clay quarter. I mean, that's right. that's his, that's his deal. That's you know, that's where he makes his bread. That's where he makes his coins. So for you to be able as as you know this this you know just fresh you know fresh faced you know person out out of the box to be able to get to the semis and to actually beat him. To make it to the final, that speaks volumes, man. That speaks volumes. Right. So, so yeah, well, man, I was extremely impressed. Extremely impressed. Now, looking at their games, did you get to feel like they're more clay quarters, though? I mean, like, we're not really expecting big things from them maybe on other surfaces? Well, I mean, I, I would say initially that's kind of probably where they will have their best results starting out. But I think what we have seen throughout the years, though, is that folks are really beginning to commit and they're building their games outside of clay. So I think that they'll probably start off really comfortable there, but they will build out their games more. So I, I, I think that they will go, you know, further, if you will, or outside the bounds of, of, of clay. Um, that's just my own kind of thought. What do you, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's possible. Uh, yeah. I, I just felt kind of looking at their games right now, it looked to me um, kind of obvious why they would perform well well on clay. On clay, uh, yeah. Like you said, there definitely probably needs to be some development. 
in their games before they are effective on maybe some of the faster uh, surfaces. But 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 let's make sure we give the proper shine to the to the guy that actually won the tournament. Yes, sir. Um, this was actually the very first tournament that Diego has won in its home country. Yes. Yes. And we always know that's a big thing for folks uh, to win a title in their actual country. So that was big for Diego. Huge. Right. So congratulations to Diego. But probably the big men's tournament last week was the one in Rotterdam. And and the one in Argentina was 250 level. Uh, Rotterdam was 500 level. And the whole talk going into this tournament was that if Medvedev made it to the finals, he would become this week the number two player in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, Medvedev, someone who's on my varsity squad, yep, <laughs> lost to one of my JV players. Right? <laughs> I was going to call you and ask you if he was going to keep his spot on the JV squad because, you know, it was in question. You well, it's still a question because he, <laughs> because he, he 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 took that L to Chorich in the next very next round. That he did, yeah. But Laovich did get up on Medvedev, and like you're saying, Isaac, you know, we're <laughs> we're not sure, but maybe the pressure uh, got up on uh, Medvedev a little bit in yeah. terms of you know reaching that that number two ranking. But also, mm-hmm. I'm going to call out something else. They continue to talk about how slow a surface. That was, although it was a hard court, it was very, very slow. And that I could definitely see how that would favor Alarovic over a Medvedev. Right. And so, um, but anyway, he didn't, he didn't get it done, but. As we know, know who did right? His countryman, <laughs> Mister Andre Rublev. If if Hatchinoff ain't around, and if Medvedev ain't around, uh-huh. <laughs> you. he is going to clown. And and he had a huge win in the semifinals over Tsitsipas, yes. and uh, met Fushkovitz in the finals. That's right. And 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 Bryce, like I said when we were talking about it a long time ago, because remember, Medvedev had that, that summer and he's, he was clowning and he was like, I am Mr. Russia. And I'm trying to tell you, Andre Rublev, who was hurt at the time was like, you know what? <laughs> you taking my shine, son. <laughs> right. I was out there before you, because I don't know, like I said, I don't know if y'all know this, but Andre Rublev was actually out there stronger than Medvedev initially. And he really started rising up the ranks in a pretty aggressive manner. And then he got hurt. So he then, you know, dealt with his injury. And as he's dealing with his injury, that's when Medvedev just showed out and, and just really jumped on the scene and was like, yo, I'm the one to contend with. And all the while, Rublev is like, well, 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 wait a minute now. You know, I started this. Don't forget about me. And to me, that has given him this fire to just, I mean, he is doing it, y'all. He, outside of Medvedev, <laughs> right. Rublev is not scared of nobody. He was, he, he is getting it done, people, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, and that, that was a great performance. And, you know, and, and of course, he gets a shine because he actually won the tournament. Right. But I, I want to call out a couple of other guys that, I'm telling you, you better keep your eye out on these guys. And, and number one will be, the return of Kaden Shakori. 
And, and, you know, although FAA may have been a little injured, uh, that was still a good win for Kay. Yes. Um, it was a great win in the, in the next round for him to get up on Demon Yar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and actually, he lost in two tiebreakers to Chorch. So he is obviously slowly getting back, you know, into his his, his top player status. Exactly, bro. Couldn't have said it any better. I, I have always thought that Kay is just an incredible ball striker. And again, if he's got all of those elements, i.e. his movement and everything's, you know, under him, he's going to get good results. He will, he, I feel like he's going to scratch his way back into at least the top 20, maybe even the top 15. It'll be tight on that top 10, just because we've got so many guys out there that are just getting it done right now. But Nishikori is definitely not where he needs to be because to me, he is, he is a top 20 player and he's phenomenal talent so yeah i'm I'm looking forward to him continuing to uh to improve and get back to where he belongs well i'll tell you who who ain't a top 20 player but is trying to act like one is uh jeremy (laughs) chardy and if you haven't been paying attention to him recently Mm -hmm. his results have been really really good and to be honest he came very close to beating rubla this week yeah, he did. He really did. The fact that he came back and, and kind of stole that second set tie break from him. And Rublev was not happy about that either. He he was like, no, I did not let this fool take me into a third set. <laughs> what? And, and, you know, and he started out hot. And then here comes Jeremy Shardy coming back, coming back. And I, I don't know if you saw that first round match against him, against uh, his countryman, Ugo Umber. Because mm-hmm. Umber is another one. Keep your right. eye out for him. Keep your good eye out for him because he's another one. But Shardy was like, Mm-mm. he was down like, what was it, like 5-3 or something like that? And he was like, no, son, I got, I, no, we're not done. <laughs> we're not done. And it, man, I, I was impressed with, with Jeremy Shardy. He, like you said, he's, get, he's doing some things, y'all. That y'all right. better, don't sleep on him. Yeah, and he had a great second round win over Gofan. That's right. And so, Gofan has been hot of late. So, right. you know, I mean, wow, man. It, it's just everybody's popping off in these different time frames. It makes some for some great tennis. Right. Well, let's talk about a couple of people who ain't playing good tennis. And <laughs> we'll start off with Sasha Zarev, who lost in the first round to Bublik. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Sasha always good for an upset. I mean, everybody be getting their turn with him. So it's like, you know, if you want a top 10 scout, go after Sasha because he's the one that'll, you know, just I feel like he's just very erratic as it relates to, you know, how he shows up week week to week. Um, But, yeah, Bublik was like, hey, you know, I I, I feel my game right now. So if if you don't want this, I'll take it. Right. And, and, you know, I I watched the Andy Murray uh, matches this week. And and Mm -hmm. as you know, I think we're both Andy Murray fans. Oh, yeah. Um, But it I felt like when I was watching him this week, it kind of felt like, you know what? Andy, you're out there, you're playing pretty good, but he's starting to look old to me now. He's starting to look like, you know, he's starting to look like I don't believe he can return to the top 10. Can he be maybe a very effective top 40 player for the rest of his career? Probably, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. and and that would be amazing, you know, coming off the hip surgeries and all that. But like you said earlier, 
we have some people playing out there right now. And that top 10 is real crowded. And I, I, I was, I was really trying to see it in him. And I just was like, I just can't see him mm-hmm. competing day in and day out at that level right now. Not, not in terms of what I'm seeing him do on the court. Right. Right. I, and I don't disagree at all, bro. I feel like Andy, if he wants to get back to where he was, he's going to actually have to transform his game. You know, Andy's always sort of been that defensive guy, you know, relying on his wheels in order to get around the court to, you know, kind of, you know, that that was that's his thing. That's what he always kind of falls back on. With them hips, <laughs> he can't do that. No. So I feel like he needs to just literally study up, go find all of Federer's film and just start being super aggressive. I mean, he needs to be on the offense because if people are putting him on the defense, unfortunately, he's not going to be able to hang with the fellas who are fighting to get into the top 10, like your Rublevs and your Medvedevs and your CC Passes. He, he, he's not going to be able to be defensive against them. He's going to have to develop an offensive game in order to contend. And it's just not necessarily in his nature, but we've seen him do it. He's done it in, in his career, in, his, in the mm-hmm. past. So right. it's in him. It's just a matter of him being able to do that and do it consistently, in my opinion. And I just feel like it's a mindset thing. And I don't know if he'll adopt that or not, but if he wants to get back in the top 10, I feel like that's the way that he's going to do it. Cause he won't do it playing his old school or the old style of tennis that he used to play because he just simply doesn't have the wheels to do it. Right. I, I agree. So that was a, a really, really good week uh, for the men last week, especially to have a tournament that didn't have any of the big three. Right. And it, it was, it was actually pretty entertaining. So let's, let's talk about the two women's tournaments from last week yeah. and in the two fifty level tournament in Lyon, France, we had a new winner. Mm-hmm. We had this Dane, Miss Tawson. Tawson. Uh, yeah, and and so this is isn't this like the first promising Dane we've had since uh, Wozniacki? Yep, 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 exactly. And I think they were they were kind of throwing throwing a lot of that out there as far as you know. Hey, someone's finally going to take the mantle uh, behind uh, behind Wozniacki. So. I mean, we'll see what she can do. But I tell you what, she, for her to have gotten into her first tournament, or at least I'm not sure if it's her first tournament, but her first final, and she, listen, she she was giving folks the business, Bryce. I mean, <laughs> she was like, I'm going to take you to the bakery, I'm going to take you to the bakery, <laughs> right. and I'm going to take you to the bakery up in this final because you look hungry and you need some bread. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, for real, bro. I mean, that's crazy. I, that's impressive. That's what it is. Right. And yeah, go and ahead, she, bro. And she took out the number one seed in the first round. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, she had to qualify. Right. So let's not forget that. Yep. Then she takes out Alexandrova in the first round in straight sets. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, she fed somebody every round. Every round after. Win- winning the tournament. And uh, I think she's, what, like 17? Yeah, um, exactly. Years old. And so this was her first title. And they're really talking about her like she might be um, uh, one of the big players in the future. Oh, I tell you what, if she, if you can get it, like I said, if you can, if you can throw it down like that, 
and get to your first final. And just like I said, when you if you feeding somebody in your first final, <laughs> I'm sorry, <Right. laughs> you doing some things. I mean, right. You know what I'm saying? You right. doing some things. <laughs> so you know, I can't be mad at nobody that feeds somebody in their first final. <laughs> right. Well, while they were doing that in France, we we kind of had the the bigger names in Doha, and. And, and like we were saying, the one kind of thing we knew wasn't going to happen was that Svetlina wasn't going to win this tournament. But she was the top seed. And, yeah, she was. Uh, and Azarenka sent her... Now, okay, so Azarenka hurts her back, right? Yeah. Her yeah. back is hurting. She's seen the trainer like in the second game. And she pulls her best Novak Djokovic and says, <laughs> you know what? I don't need a bat to beat you. You spit the leader. Come on and get this. And she gave her a whole biscuit in the first set <laughs> and gave her a 6-4 in the second set and sent her on her way. Right? So, um, yeah. I, yeah, but she knew she couldn't do that against Mugu, though. So that's why no. she was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just bow out <laughs> and let you go go to the final. Cause I don't need you beating up on me like that. But yeah, she that that was pretty impressive for Azarenka to get through that match with the back issues. Cause you could see it. I yeah. mean, just how she was walking. I was like, ooh, maybe I can I can definitely relate to that feeling. The back issues are not fun, and especially if you're trying to play tennis. Good lord, it is is yeah, that ain't cool. Right, and and you know, I just as we continue to shout out people that are playing well. Jessica Pagula, man, you know, I, you know, maybe David Witt picked up a few things when he was with Venus Williams and, <laughs> and, you know, you know, Jessica is benefiting from that, mm-hmm. but just great wins she had. I mean, beating Wang Chung in the first round and getting yep. up on Ostapenko and then beating um, Carolina <laughs> You always, call, you always call it the good Pliskova. I'm getting the, confused on which one's the good one. I'm just yeah. going to put that out there real quick. Well, well, she, she's a slightly better one at this moment. and um, But that was interesting because that was David Witt going up against Sasha. That's right. And gave her bread, Bryce. Three and one. Three bread and one. sticks, bread sticks. <laughs> All day long. But, but you know, and she played a, a very respectable match in the semis against uh, Kvitova, but Kvitova right. was too strong, four and four. Yeah. Came through that. And talking about too strong, when she when she was when she was on her way to the final, there must have been about six bakeries on her way to the to the tournament. And she stopped at every single one, Bryce. <laughs> she did. Because she gave I couldn't believe she gave Muguruza a whole biscuit and a breadstick in the finals. Bryce. I was sitting there like, dang, Petra, you putting it on her like that? And she had a walkover in the semis. <laughs> I, I mean, dang. Yeah, Petra was not to be denied. She was like, listen, I got a good head-to-head record against you, and guess what? That ain't going to change today. I'm about to what put it down. Oh, it was it was great. And you know, I'm a huge Petra fan. Love her story. Just She just seems like she's a great, great young lady. And yeah, I was very happy to see her uh, get that title. That's that's that was excellent. That was great. So congratulations to you, Kabitova. And we don't typically cover doubles, 
but but we but. got we got Olympic watch going on right now, <laughs> and Love it's it. focused in on the double side. And so our friend of the show, Nicole Melikar, and her partner yes. Demi Shores, they took the title and mm-hmm. and doubles. And so going into this week, Melikar is now seventy five points behind Dabrowski from Canada for the 10th spot in in the top 10. And as a reminder, if you're in the top 10, you automatically, for doubles, you automatically make the Olympic squad for your country. So that was a huge win. And so um, she, she made up some good ground on her this week. Yes, sir. Like, listen, I, I, I honestly feel like Nicole is listening to the show. She know what we done said. Because what we said is fact. Right. If you want to control your own destiny, mm-hmm. get yourself into, to, into the top 10. Because right. if you don't, there is a very, very <laughs> real chance right. <laughs> that you will not be on that Olympic squad. Right. So Nicole, Nicole know what's up. And she like, listen, I'm about to what? get it done and that is what she is doing she is getting it done she's getting in victories and i honestly believe she is going to definitely overtake Dabrowski, and she will be in the top 10 which is going to make it really interesting on the olympic selections absolutely and so let's let's move that into the tournaments this week because i I, let's start with the women because i want to talk about the um, the women are in Dubai and yep. in Mexico this week. And we're going to start with Dubai because I want to talk about the doubles draw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Dabrowski, <laughs> and I, I know I'm wrong for thinking this, <laughs> but I looked at the draw and I saw that she was playing this week with Coco Golf, <laughs> And I was like, Coco, <laughs> we need you to take one for the team this week. <laughs> and, and, and she must have felt that in, in my spirit. Oh. Because they lost well today, well and and, and the first round, so Dabrowski will not be picking up any more points. And Melikar and Demi Shores are the number three seeds. Mm-hmm. So if they can have another strong performance this week, it heaven forbid, you know, go ahead and actually win the title. Right, right. She, she may pop into the top ten much sooner than we think, and we know it, that she has until the end of the French Open. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and yeah. And, and, you know, not to, to say that Coco did anything, but I mean, they were playing Sigmund and Von Ray, but that is a right. tough double squad. Right. Um, but, but yeah, like I said, Mel- she, Nicole knows what needs to be done and she is getting it done. And I just, I, like I said, I'm going to definitely be on watch. Um, but I really believe she is she is she is taking it into her own hands. And she is like, I am not leaving this to fate. I'm not leaving it to nobody else's decision. I'm going to get it done. And right. kudos to her. Right. That's right. So um, so on to the single side of the tournament. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's another. Now, here's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. So now that the women's tour and the men's tour are both using the same levels. Right. Two fifty five hundred thousands. I was surprised to see that Dubai for the women is a thousand level tournament. Yeah. Because because typically the thousand level tournaments, I mean, that are both men and women, you know, they're, you know, Cincinnati, right. uh, Canada, Canada uh, sure. Indian Wells, Miami, right. they're both 1000 for the men and for the women, but Dubai is not a, a, a master's series for the men. Right. 
But, so, yeah. uh, so it kind of surprised me, but I guess they had to pick nine tournaments that they <laughs> felt on their side were the nine biggest, and mm-hmm. Dubai was one of them. So um, we have a very strong draw with Svitolina, yes. Pliskova, Sabalenka, Kvitova, Burton's. Now, Azarenka did pull out. Fiontech, <laughs> uh, Muguruza, Coco Golf. I mean, Madison Keys. It's mm-hmm. it's Belinda Benchich. It's it's a strong field. Yes. Um, even though you know we don't have any of the queens in there. So, um, what what are you thinking about this draw? I was surprised to see the Madison Keys got out of the first round this week. <laughs> um, and what I was surprised at was Sakari. Do you know what? I think she's slumping a little bit. I I I don't disagree. Yeah, because I that was shocking to me that she that she took the L in the first round. I was like, what? What is that about? Right. Um, but anyway, sorry. No, no, it's it's a real thing. You know, when you're always kind of the underranked or the lower ranked player, and you're not expected to win, and you're pulling off these really good victories. Mm-hmm. And then the tables turn, and now you're kind of expected to win the majority of of your matches. Um, you know, it's it's tough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 it sometimes people have a hard time adjusting to the pressure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I don't know, you know, if that's the case or not, but you know, you know. Still a fan. I mean, like I said, everybody kind of goes through their their you know their ups and downs, and she probably just having a little bit of a little bit of a dip. But I don't expect her to stay there that long. I really see her as being someone that's going to you know get get her get herself back on track, and and she will be you know fighting with the other elite uh, ladies out there on the tour. So this one was a hiccup. This one was and, and mind you, Krajikova is no, you know, that's that's you know, she's 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 solid. So that's that's right. not just a gimme match there. So so um but yeah, I was just I'm like you. I was just, I'm I'm noticing just a little bit of a dip right now. And um so we'll see how she performs over the next couple of weeks to months here. And, and hopefully she's, you know, will be in Miami and we'll we'll really be able to see what she can do. Right. So so who are you seeing getting to the end of this tournament? Man, you know, it's 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 kind of hard to say. I think who I want to to get through in in truth is Sabalenka. Um I I just I, I'm impressed with the run that she's been on and like I said she took, you know, she took a an L to Muguruza, but y'all, I I don't know who watched that match. That was a good match. It that was. was a really really good match. And like I said, Muguruza did her thing. They possibly can meet up in the quarters again. I'm hoping that we get to see it again. Um, but I guess, I don't know. I just have a soft spot for Sabalenka. So I would like for her to get through and, and take the tournament. How about you? Who you who are you looking at? It's interesting because I think there are two strong quarters, and I think there are two sorry quarters. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one of the strong quarters is the one you're talking about because you yes. have Sabalenka, Kontaveit, Muguruza, and Sviatek all in that's that quarter. That's right. Ooh, that's oh, right. Mugu right. would have to play Sviatek. I forgot right. about that. So yeah. only one of those can come out of that quarter. Right. Also, in the top half, we have a quarter with um, Kvitova and Teichman and Rabakina and mm-hmm. Coco Golf. You know, yep. only one can come through there. But then there are two sorry quarters because <laughs> the, the quarter that 
you know, Svitolina's in. Well, you know she's sorry. And then, you know, you got Madison Keys who's sorry. And then you got Belinda Benchich who knows how to be sorry. So, I mean, you don't know who's coming through there. And then on the bottom half, you have, you know, Pliskova, who's been sorry. Yeah. Um, and according to Paul, has already lost. Did she? I didn't think they did. They play that match already today. Um, that's what that's what Paul said in the comment here. Please, oh, already really? lost. Well, she so, did. Bye. Um, right, <laughs> bye, Felicia. <laughs> right. So it, it, it's interesting. So I think it, you know we we I think it's going to probably be in the finals. Kvitova again mm-hmm. against either one of three people, and it's whoever comes out of that quarter. That it, quarter, it, it, it either be Sviantek. Muguruza or, or Sabalenka. I I don't disagree with that, bro. Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. Oh, they're saying that the the real sorry one lost. Oh, the lefty, the lefty yeah. Pliskova lost. Oh, yeah, okay, Paul. Yeah. Thank you for that clarification. There right. you go. Okay. Well, well, well we knew <laughs> he that. said the the real sorry one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we knew that. Yes, I mean, thanks, that Tony. Wasn't a question. So I'm about to say, I swore Pliskova had a bye in the first round, but if anybody can lose to a bye, it might be her. <laughs> oh, that is my bad. Yeah, I should have asked which Pliskova. That's that's right. Right. We only talk about one on this show. So, that's true. Now, the other tournament, now you're talking yeah. about, sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, this was the this was basically the people that couldn't qualify for the one um in Dubai. Yeah. Um it, the top seed is 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 the Ponderosa lady. Oh, and, that's the uh, Albier- this is Abierto, right? Yeah. Oh, got and it. um Yeah, Ponderosa. Ponderosa. Yeah. And Bruce Cove is the second seed. So, you know, we wish everybody well over there. Yeah. Uh, who basically the only thing that, well, that shouldn't be so mean, but Katie McNally's in the draw. So hopefully she'll be able to, to, you know, find her footing and do, and get some good results. Oh yeah. 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 Like to you, Katie, she had to kind of branch out from Coco. Well, maybe she couldn't get into the tournament. That Coco was in anymore. <laughs> so she's going to have to step her game up so she can play doubles with Coco again. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to, we got to get that right. That's well, right. Before- before we jump to the the tournaments for this week, I quickly want to mention, you know, uh, uh, a couple of uh, of notes that people may be interested in. Uh, number one, Djokovic set history this week: three hundred and eleven weeks at number one. Uh, that's history making. Uh, that's excellence, you know, and consistency together. Um, and, That's right. and like I was telling somebody earlier today, I mean, the guy definitely will make some bonehead moves yes. off court, yep. but as a player, you gotta give it to him. I mean, he's truly one of the greatest players in the history of the game. Um, I, I can't give him goat status right now, but I, I definitely would give him the award for player of the last decade. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the numbers are there, what he's done. Has been incredible. So you got to give uh, Djokovic all of his props because he is getting it done. He's doing it. Uh, right. So, so yeah. Yeah. Kudos to him. Yeah. Congratulations. The other thing that I want to mention is um, some, <laughs> somebody had uh, interest in knowing that Coco Vandeweghe, uh mm. was back uh, this week. Um don't go looking for it because she already lost. Um, 
took a whole biscuit and a third said to Bruzanescu. Um, it was funny because when they mentioned Coco to me, it was so funny because it took me a while to even think about her because the, at first when somebody said Coco, I'm thinking, you know, Coco, Taj, and Lily from SWV. That's the first Coco <laughs> I always think about. So I was like, SWV got a new CD coming out? And then they were like, tennis. And I was like, oh, Coco Golf. And they were right. like, no, not Coco Golf. And then I'm thinking, whatever Coco is it, right? <laughs> you know? I don't even think Coco Vanderway. You know? Like Paul said, yep. I thought she had retired. Right. So, Anyway, she came back. Uh, she's not even my favorite Vandaway. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Kiki uh, <laughs> Vandaway. But uh, apparently she's back. So for all mm. of those that are looking for the next great American hope through mm. her, um, she's back. Um, <laughs> I ain't going to so, say a word. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. anyway, let's, let's go ahead and continue talking about the men's tournaments that are going on for this week. And we yes. actually have three tournaments. We'll start with the, well, it's funny. They're all two fifties, but yeah. they have different levels of quality. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> this we'll, is we'll, true. <laughs> we'll go with the Buster one, which the top scene is Garin. Garin, yeah. <laughs> second, second seed is Bernard. I mean, sorry, Benoit Pair. Benoit Pair, yeah. And then we have Underhar and uh, Dejiri. So, Big foe in there. Oh, yeah, big foe. And, and he just won in the third set tiebreaker mm-hmm. against Nicholas Jari. Yep. So, um, you know, good luck to everybody in this tournament. I mean, I don't know who's, you know, yeah. not sticking my uh, neck out for none of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the Buster, uh, the Buster tournament. Um, but I mean, hey, you know, they, you know, I think you, you'll see probably a lot of, uh, clay quarters in there. Serendolo is, is one Manuel is back up in the house. So mm-hmm. he's excited. Francisco is back in there too. So who knows? They might meet up in the final. They might be like, we're going to, we're going to make the all, all, you know, all brothers final. Uh, no, I would be excited for that. Yeah. I would, I would be, be excited pretty, to see that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that would be <laughs> no money on that though. No, so let's no. so let's go to gosh. Well, we I know which one I'm going to next. We're gonna go yeah, to gonna the look, one in Marseille. I was about Friends. to say, yeah, we right. know which one's last. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, on now. now this is a much stronger tournament. We have us the top seeds, the top eight are Mebedev, Tsitsipas, Hachinov, uh Umber, Center, Nishikori. Uh, Davidovich, Fokina, who I like, by the way, mm. and Nishioka, who the commentator today kept calling Nishikori. But, <laughs> but, 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 you know, we're going to leave that racism alone. So the, the, the interesting thing here in this tournament, though, is that, um, you know, you, you, you could really have some really quality, quality semifinals here. I mean, we could have a Medvedev, um, actually, center quarter, mm-hmm. and the winner of that meeting, uh, Hatchinoff, probably in the semis, and then right. in the bottom half, you have uh, Umber, uh, who may meet Susie Pass in the semis, and then we have my boy, Joe Willie Songa. Joe Willie, that's right. He's playing uh, Feliciano Lopez, so at least he's playing somebody else old, so maybe. Right. <laughs> Exactly. You know, he, he might be able to slide through that. Yeah, he might get a get a shot there, you know. <laughs> you have any predictions for what you think may happen, who may actually lift this title? 
Uh, you know, it's hard for me to vote against Med simply because now that that whole number two thing is is by the wayside, and he he doesn't have to think about that. Right. I, I feel like he'll he'll play Medvedev tennis, and I just don't know that I see anyone outside of Tsitsipas being able to do anything with that. I'm actually hoping, though, in truth, that well, okay. I kind of want to see Medvedev Hatchinov. Well, not kind of. I really do. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, you better watch out for that Medvedev center match because right. if center is playing center ball. <laughs> we that that honestly could tell a lot of stories going forward because if center is able to, in my opinion, pull an upset in that match, hmm, I, yeah. I might I might have to give him the nod to snatch this title. To be very honest with you, well, I'm gonna tell you, he's gonna have to play better than he did today. Um, mm. he barely got out of that match today and, and to me made quite a few unforced errors, which I'm not used to seeing from him as much. Right. Um, so yeah, if, if he's going to do that, he's going to definitely have to play better than he did today. So maybe today will be a wake up call for yeah. him. Well, he's been down, he's been out for a minute though. So he hasn't played actually since, when is the last time he played? It's been a few weeks. I thought he played last week. Didn't he play last week and lose in the like, first round? Did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see if he did. I missed that. My bad. No, because right. it was the first round. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I wouldn't I wasn't that intent uh, uh, in those draws. So, okay. Well, yeah, let's hope that he has a better showing then because I, I really do think that he has the type of game that not only can get him into that upper echelon, but it's going to definitely worry a lot of those who are already there. And I consider Medvedev to be one of those people. Right. Yeah. No. I'm. I. I. I totally agree. I'm. I'm looking here. Um. I was trying to look in in the previous draws to see to see if he if you saw him saw him because I thought because he should have had a seed. I mean, you know, if he was playing the Buster tournament. Um. Well, no, he wouldn't have been on clay. No. Uh. He should have been in Rotterdam. Right. Um. Maybe, yeah. maybe, it, it, uh, anyway, it must have been a week then. So let's get to the real tournament this week. Uh, and, <laughs> and that tournament is the one that is in Doha, the one where Dominique team is the top seed, but who cares? Because Roger Federer <laughs> That's right. is back in the house, and he is the number two seed, followed by Rublev, Shapovalov, RBA, Goffin, Stan Vravrinka, uh, George pulled out because he that was too hot. It was getting too hot for him in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so here's my big question. So now that you see the draw, yes, and we haven't seen Roger yet, so I'm not trying to get overly hyped or anything, right? But you know, he actually has a pretty decent draw if he wants to do a little something. Yeah, but you know who I am really, really concerned about for him. And that would be that that would be the third round matchup if he were to have to pay Millman. Millman lost today, so next. Oh, okay. See, I didn't see the results. So okay, Millman okay. So if Millman lost, then yes. I I I see because even cause who won between Shardy and, and Evans? Uh they had they played tomorrow. 
Oh, okay. Because even with the two of them, and mind you, it's very different styles. Because you got Dan Evans that's more of attacking. To me, he plays more like Federer. He's just like Federer Jr. Yeah. Um, and Broke so, and that's exactly. So, in that sense, he would get stole on. And Jeremy Shardy, even though he is really doing well right now, I just don't know that he would fare well against the variety that Fed is going to be able to bring onto the court. So, and let me be real clear: Roger Federer did not have two knee surgeries to come back and lose to Jeremy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying, right? He he could have done that on a bad knee, you know. So I'm I'm not worried about Jeremy Shardy. I like Jeremy Shardy. Yeah, I like Jeremy, but I agree with you. I don't think Fed is going. If Fed's going to lose to anybody, I would. I feel like it might be a Shapovalov who can bring a lot of power if they meet up in the semis. Um, I don't know that I see anybody else like Gofan or anyone like that that can really worry him. Um, And then you know, again, if he makes it to the final. He'll either play team or Rublev because I'm not. Well, I tell you what, Aslan Kratzer. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say our boy is in there. Our and- boy is in here, and he might he might climb up up Dominic team and be like, "Son, you're not ready for this." Look, he treated a brother bad today with that six four six love. I was like, "Come on, you didn't have to feed the brother, man. He's in the whole country, man." <laughs> right? He was like, "Listen." I got, I got plans, bro. You got to get like, out the I, way. I, I, I got me a sponsorship from head now. Y'all can't tell me nothing. <laughs> nothing, right? Nothing. Come on now. Come on. Yes. So so I tell you what, it, it will be one of those three. I don't really give anybody else a, a, a chance. Uh, it will be Rep, Rublev, Team, or, or Karatsev that will make it into that final. And, you know, honestly, you know, I... If it, listen, if Fed gets to the final, he I, he better win it because let's, <laughs> let's, I mean, don't play. If you, right. if you go lose, then I would rather he just lose in the second round or the third round, get you a right. couple matches, and then right. and then you lose. But don't be making it to the final and then lose because again, we're going after uh, Jimmy Connors. Connors. We need we're going him, after yeah. Connors exactly. Right. Don't we, don't think that's been forgotten. No, we need to make Mm-mm. him. We need to make him snag a tooth with any kind of historical. <laughs> You know, accomplishments. And that would be a nice one to take from him. So simply put, yeah, if Fed going to do it, he needs to go on ahead and win. Otherwise, I want him to, to, to lose in the third round, which would be totally fine. You know, right. go on ahead, get you some matches in, test the knee, make sure everything cool. You know, again, building it up for Wimbledon. But again, do not get to a final and, and lose. That, right. No. No. Right, right. <laughs> um, so let's let's do this, Isaac. Let's uh, since we're you know, um, let's bring up some people. Dang, we, we like, yeah, we talked a long time. Have, yeah, let's get some folks up. We got our gab on today. So <laughs> sorry, any, y'all. Anyone out there in the audience wants to come up and talk about anything we've talked about, either the tournaments last week or the tournaments that are going on this week, or you were excited that Coco. Go Vandaway is back, or <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, <Paul. laughs> Coco oh, Vandaway. Oh, did you see them very wrinkled curtains she was wearing? <laughs> I did. Listen, oh, Taylor Lord. Townsend called. She said she wants her outfit back. <laughs> And wait a minute, uh, have you seen pictures of Taylor Townsend? She looked like she should be delivering that baby like last week. Oh, I thought Coco was carrying the baby for her. <laughs> <laughs> As a surrogate. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. I want to say one thing. Uh, there's a lot of things I want to say, but I, I, I noticed something in the Marquette <laughs> tournament. I know it's the B tournament. 
Right. Yeah. You know, this week. But did you all see who had a wild card in that tournament? In Marseille. Marseille? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Let me check uh, that. Did me... you see that Petro Sitsipas has a oh, wild yeah. card? Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, now, yeah. Now, I... <sighs> I was feeling some type of way because I looked at qualies and then I looked at people who didn't even get in qualies. And it was people like, you know, the Ernest Gilbus types who are ranked around 120, 140 now. They've slipped a little bit. And, you know, that, you know, but Petro Sitsipas is ranked like 869. Right. And if you're a Sarundalo brother who just won a tournament and your other brother made the final, that's one thing. You worked your way, you played through. Now, I, 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 what has he done? Why Petros, <laughs> and and what type of feeling does that give the other players? I'm curious if anybody right. knows the ins and outs of that type of thing. Of why would Petro Sitsipas get a wild card into the main draw of a 250 as they're leading up to Miami? And there are people. I'm just curious. Does anybody well, know to- how that yes, works? We we absolutely. Know I can. How that works. Yeah, I can weigh in. Go ahead. And, oh, I'll, well, go ahead. I think you can take it. Well, I, the first thing is just money. I mean, it the name. He has built now. Stefanos has built a brand around right. the CC Pass name. Right. So the fact that you put someone like a Petros in the draw, everybody's curious. What's his younger brother like? How he play? Ooh, I'm, I need to see this. Yeah, so that's put me, him in qualies and see how he is. No, 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 no. You got to put him in the main draw because that's where you're gonna get your money. You ain't getting get no money from qualies. Qualies is free. Okay. Okay, but do you think other then, players feel some type of way about stuff like that? Oh, for sure, sure that absolutely. Yeah. They probably pissed off. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, okay. Bryce. And I'll give another perspective. I think it's it's probably even different than that. I think all of these top players mm-hmm. have. Okay, Paul, you're in the entertainment industry, so you mm-hmm. understand the equivalent of a writer. Mm-hmm. Right, they have the equivalent of writers, right? Where they they either get like appearance fees or they get certain concessions for mm-hmm. them to come play the tournament. Right. From what I understand, uh, whether the father did it or Stefanos has done it, uh, in some of these tournaments to get Stefanos to come play, tag along brother has to get right. in the tournament as well. And right. Stefanos has already come out and said. He wants to play a lot of doubles with his brother uh, this year. And everybody's doing it right. They're playing with their country. Right, for the Olympics. For the the Olympics, right? But Mm -hmm. the the reason I think he's getting in is he's part of that that guarantee package for – for, for well, well, all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't, I won't belabor this because there's more interesting things to talk about. But you know, f- you know, f- just from my perspective, I feel like you know, I pity the fool, like Mr. T would say, because you put pressure on Petros. The other players are going to get in that booty so hard because they're like, they really want to, they're really going to want to smack him down. Right. And, and you don't do anything but just hurt. Petros and his, right. you know, he's not working his way up the way them Sarundalo brothers, who I think are part African, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, do you see them features on them, Isaac? Them Sarundalo brothers were black. Oh, yeah. don't, don't trip. Nah. Come on, Paul. And but you know what? dude had the kind of Tiafo forehand, but with more control. He's got a nice take back and he whips mm-hmm. it and covers it. And that backhand had a nice, efficient, quick take back and a pop on it. I think, like you said, Isaac, they're going to become all-surface players. That guy was looking to come forward, even on clay. Yep. yep. He, was, he was looking to move forward. So I, I 
I liked what I saw. And I just wanted to add that, you know, we're, we're getting some amens in the, the chat room because, you know, this whole big brother or big sister thing is a common thing that they do. You know, Naomi has done it, you know, with her sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, Djokovic has done it with his brother. So right. it's, 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 it's okay. pretty common that they, they do this. And, okay. um, you know, it kind of it is what it is, right? Yeah, I, had, I, I just had not noticed it before. Maybe the, that flag sticks out to me. I just didn't notice it, and I didn't know Naomi had done it too. I, I knew Nole had had the brother, and I thought I, didn't, I haven't seen him much. And I thought, well, I guess he's old enough to realize he can't play or something. I mean, you know. <laughs> no, you called it. I, I think yeah. he came to the realization that I am not as good, so I'm yeah. gonna be up in the yeah. box and I'll manage some things for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but uh, on, on some of the more uh, stuff we need to be talking about, I think Tiafo shouldn't have had as much trouble with Yari, who's on the comeback trail. Right. Yari, Yari right. had potential. And so Yari ain't no scrub. But I think right. Tony was saying that in the in the chat that Tiafo had to work a little harder for, for the way he's been playing. So so maybe Yari surprised him because Yari's maybe been out with an injury or something and he came back tough. It's his home country and. You know, well, the fact that, that Tiafo had what was like, didn't it take him like five match points? Yeah, seven, to, five or seven, seven, yeah, something, like like something like that. Yeah, so yeah, he he's got to close those out. On got to close those minutes. out, man. Yeah, and, you right. know, and you look at these people like the Towson chick, the Dane, mm-hmm. who, who I think has got a lot of upside. Oh yeah, you you all were talking about how, how she was feeding. What was telling was that she was feeding in the second set. Mm-hmm. You know, right. she wasn't she wasn't like coming out hot and then having to just you know nerve it out in the second set she was feeding sometimes in the first set but she was really feeding in the second set right she yep. was like i figured you out i see what you're doing goodbye you know? <laughs> here's an apple danish for you a cheese danish for you here's a cherry danish for you right she was handing out them danishes okay she that was handing so them out with, with no motion, and I really like what I saw. I agree with you, Isaac, that Sinner should have he was he shouldn't have struggled like that against that dude today. Uh but we'll see if it's a wake up call. That that often happens. There you go. You know, he, he, maybe it's a wake up call. Yeah, I'm looking at this Federer stuff. He should come all the way to the final. I know. I mean it's it's uh it's a good yeah. draw. If he's feeling good, he should. And yeah. and like I said, don't get up in there and lose. That's all I'm saying. It's just don't 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 do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you know, and don't sleep on Karatsev because he's handing out some Russian bagels. Like, <laughs> look, like like I told you, he got him a hit uh sponsorship now. Yeah. Right. He's he telling nothing. He's uh, breaking rackets now. And I think he and I think he <laughs> I think he took uh the last week off. He didn't play the Rotterdam uh, right. swing. So I think he smartly went back into the gym and said, hey, I had a great tournament. Let me go have some vodka and let me just <laughs> you know, have a few days to have a few days to let that. He didn't try to just jump right back in like a lot of these people do. And he said, let me get, get my head back on straight. And he looks he looks he looks deadly. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for him. I really think he is going... I think he's substance. I think he is a quality player that there, if you look at his game, he doesn't have a lot of funky stuff in his game. There's not a lot to go wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I think he is going to be a problem for some people. Yeah. For a lot of people. Agree. 
Uh, I, I agree with you about Rotterdam. What a surprise that that tournament was so good when there were so many pullouts around uh, and Beratini. Right, a lot, of, right. a lot of people pulled out, and I almost turned the channel off. And then I was like, wait a minute, there's some good tennis you know, <laughs> happening here. It was great. That tournament mm-hmm. was great. And Rublev, who was it was saying? He actually came out first. Yeah, you know, that would, the way yeah. people think, you know, the way people don't know that Michelle Obama actually was the lawyer who trained Barack Obama at right. the law firm. Exactly. You know, Rublev was first, but that injury, Isaac, was serious because it was yep. his back and spine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't it something I, like very serious for a young player? Yeah, it was. It it was very. I it, I didn't get all of the details, but like I said, when he jumped on the scene, I was like, okay, because you know, I always watched the little next gen. I was like, this this Rublev kid, watch yeah. out for him. He's doing it. And like and I then, said, then he got the injury, and it's he was like, gone. Oh, snap. Yeah, he was gone. He was gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, y'all. I think he might actually be the one that pushes through and has the more sustained long term career because Medvedev is kind of. I love Medvedev, but he's feisty, and who who knows what could happen with him? <laughs> right, know? right. Uh, I think Rublev is solid. He he comports himself. He's professional. He, you know. Mm-hmm. He wants well, it. It's kind of like we said, even with Andy Murray. I feel like with Medvedev, he's more happy playing defense and playing six feet behind the baseline, whereas Rublev is more aggressive. And he's like, I'm a, I'm bringing my game to you. You're not yeah. going to dictate. And I think right. that that's where you're going to see a slight difference as they both grow in their careers, is that I think Rublev will benefit from the fact that he has a more aggressive mindset. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. Uh I really like loved, Tony uh, said, Team Rublev. I like that. Sorry, Paul. Go ahead. No, I I, I loved uh, that Rotterdam tournament. I think uh, Fukovic ain't got no Fuchs to give. And, uh, <laughs> he, he he plays to his abilities. I always respect that. He plays yes. to his abilities. He never he's he comports himself with professionalism. Good tournament for Tommy Paul. He had oh, a good yeah. win up in yeah, there, right? He did absolutely. He, did. he had yeah. a good win in there. Um. Opelka yeah. keeps losing. He Huda, Opelka. God dang it. <laughs> Isaac, you need to give that up. Him and Rabakin, I need to play mixed up. <laughs> you don't get... But listen, here's the thing about Zverev losing to Bublik. Yeah. Bublik is uh, like Harlem Globetrotter, right? You know? Yes. Right? Yep. And who 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 breadsticked him the next round? Uh, who yeah, took who, him who, Yeah, who ended up taking Bublik out? I forget. You can Tommy yeah, Paul. with Tommy right. Paul, that's and right. With, yeah. a, with a breadstick in the third yes. set. Yes. So you can't tell me, oh, Bublik just came up on Zverev. Something's up. Zverev, you know, uh, Bryce and I were talking about this. Um, these these kids coming up, the Tsitsipasas and Medvedevs, and we like them. We like them. Mm-hmm. But if you don't take the crown... <laughs> Like right. Courtney was saying at the Australian Open, I'll give it to Courtney every time we go back and talk about it. She said, "Why would why are we even saying Medvedev has a chance? What what has he shown? What have they shown that they're ready to take it?" Right. And right. and you know why? Because Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, no matter what tournament they play, it can be a five hundred, a two fifty, it can be a thirty seven. They play a tournament to win the tournament, and right. I feel like Zverev shows up. Some of these tournaments, he didn't win Australia. He's still mad about it, and he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't like show up like a professional and come in and just win these matches. And right. you're, you're seated third, second, get to the final. You don't, but you you never see that out of Nadal. 
And and in my defense, and in my defense, part of me thinking Medvedev was going to win is because I thought Djokovic had a torn ab muscle, but (laughs) clearly he did not. (laughs) That was that was the the round of sixteen. What you talking about? (laughs) And I'm up here blaming the opponents like Fritz and Rihanna. It's like y'all can't take advantage of that. Medvedev's going to take advantage of that, but Hmm. there was nothing to take advantage of. So exactly. Yeah, but Medvedev admires Djokovic. You can't, uh, we were talking about this. You can't, I didn't right? know that. These yeah, dudes don't have either. the killer instinct. Federer, Federer can be best friends, or Djokovic can say, yeah, I respect them, but I'm going to mow them down. Right. Nadal, well, not- Nadal can say, Federer is the best in the world. Don't, I don't even like to talk about I might be the best. And Nadal will take him down. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I will say to this, because I, I don't disagree, but I also feel like Medvedev has shown that he's wanting to take it. Because, again, if you remember that run that he did in the summer, he did take it. But the yeah. difference is he hasn't done that. And Bryce and I were talking about this. It's different when you're talking about a grand slam. It's different from three three to five sets versus two out of three. Huge that difference. is that is yep. a huge difference that they now have to figure out how do we right. now get over this hurdle? Because to We're me, not. I don't think they skirted them in, a, in the best two out of three. I really no. believe that they like, no, nah, we we ain't scared of you. We got we can we can get up on you. Well, you but know, and that's three out of between, five, right? Big, big and that's difference. the that's the next tier of the people like. Uh, you know, Jean Leonard Struff and Hotchinoff, who can't even do one out of two. You know, they're like, <laughs> that's why Hotchinoff right. is getting passed by because, come on, man, you got to beat Tsitsipas if you want it. You got to show right. you right. want it. That's right. right. And if it goes to a third set, you got to show you. So that's the, t- so I hear what you're saying. That's, that's that next tier of they, they, they know that it's going to take the mountain to climb and they don't think they can do it. Right. Well, with, with Hatching off, I think he has to just realize that everybody can be in the top 10. Somebody got to be 11. <laughs> somebody got to be 11 through 20, right? <laughs> you know, somebody got to be 11 through 20, so, you know. Yeah. So there you go. Somebody has to be you. you. Said, somebody got to be, somebody got to be Mila Slava. <laughs> you know, so he learning that lesson. You know, it's coming around. Yeah. <laughs> But what a, what, a, what a surprisingly great week, though. You yeah. know, for the women, too. Listen, Kvitova. Yes, sir. With no, with no coach, no staff. That's right. She Just sent came with her a... team the week off and let her best friend come hang with her. And that is not a good feeling if you to coach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, she getting it done without me. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a <Yeah>. minute. <laughs> and uh, I, I think David Witt is uh, feeling really good about himself. And he should. And yes. his life and he his should. life choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. life choices. Because Venus is out there putting IG videos out looking like I don't know what. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's building her post tennis life brand. Yes, she is. Definitely. <sighs> That's the like, brand. Like like Camilla Georgie and I mean everybody's doing <laughs> Yeah, but Camilla Georgie ain't got five Wimbledons, so I don't no, know if that's, that's the true. brand. That's if true. Venus come out with the OnlyFans, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's not the play. And I, I was really surprised no. that Muguruthless came out a little uh flat. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, but Isaac, Isaac, don't you think, Isaac, don't you think sometimes when you get a walkover, you, you need, like, you need that tough semifinal match? I, I agree. I agree. I feel like, like it, it, it might. Well, it, it, I think that could be the case, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I think, I don't, I can't think of who said it in the chat, but someone said that it, just by her being a closer, I was shocked. And I don't know if y'all caught this, but the commentators were basically like, Muguruza only has six titles, I believe they said. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is some ridiculousness because two of them are Grand Slams. Slam. So you telling me right. that you have only won four other titles outside of the French at Wimbledon? There's something wrong with your closing skills, baby girl. You got to right. you got to go work on that. Right. And Len- yeah, Lindsay, I think, tried to soften it up and say, oh, well, she had, you know, that period where she was not doing well. I'm not, well that, that's exactly Isaac's point. Like you, you, you can't have the, when you're a grand slam winner, you don't have three or four years where you sort of just can't figure out your game. What does that even mean? Exactly. You know, you got it. It's that Zverev thing I was talking about. You have to show up to win the, what did, what did uh, Nick Boletari say the other day when Serena was maybe 15 or 16, some, some tournament she played and she lost and she was upset and and he went to talk to her and and he said what's the problem she said i shouldn't have lost that match he said don't ever play a tournament if you don't think you can win mm-hmm. and right. he saw something switch in her of like don't show up if you don't believe you're going to win that tournament that's right and, and so these appearance fees that's kind of where i started with the whole petros thing i was like man that's that's just I don't know. That's, it makes me feel some type of way about that. It makes me feel some type I agree. of way. And I don't know about Naomi and what happened with that or Djokovic. I just saw that Petros thing, and I'm like, I've never seen him hit a ball. There's players <laughs> who are working their way through, like these Sarundalo brothers. Yep. Who are earning the headlines. Right. So I don't know. I just, I don't know. And I think well, well, here's the thing. Chat, everybody feels the same way. But, but you have to remember, when it comes to the wild card, that is completely at the tournament's discretion. discretion. That's true. Completely. I mean, mm-hmm. if they want to give it to somebody they saw on the side of the road driving up to the tournament, <laughs> that's what they can do. That's that's right. the benefit of, of the tournament. So, um, and that's and, why it's called the wild card, I guess. Wild card, yeah. That's right. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And so. again, they, and they're not dumb. I, I still feel like it, it pulls it back to the to the coins. Because again, if I'm at that tournament and I see a CC pass in the draw and it's like, oh, wait a minute. That's his brother. I'm gonna want to see that match. I'm gonna want to see what yeah. this what this young CC Pass is bringing to the table. Is he as good as his brother? You know, blah blah blah. You're gonna want that. So of course, I believe that that will then translate into some more some more uh, some more coins. And if I'm Pam Nori, I'm gonna want to get in that ass. So <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. I, I, I was getting ready to, to 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 start wrapping this up, but we have Tony. Who Tony, come up and hey, Tony, what's up? Let's get so, it. So, hey, fellas, I, I, you guys are saying a lot about you know people have to come up and want to take it. You know what I mean? So, I made the fact, or I posted down there. You know, you had that whole generation of the the Rounditches, the Misha Corys, You know, that twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine range. None of them were able to break through. You right know, now. you finally had Dominic Team win, who was on the cusp, but now you have these young guys. It's going to take that drive for them to want to snatch any of those titles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's not easy now because everybody's playing harder. And on right. the side, it's the same thing. You're never, you know, Naomi's on a roll, but will she continue that role with all these hungry girls that really want to play? 
I don't know. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. really interesting that generation wise, winning begets winning. You know, right where it goes. Now, and, and while I agree with you, Tony, that that generation you're talking about, they were going up against the big three and they prime. Yes, and and right. it, I mean, you almost kind of can understand them not breaking through. Yeah. Uh, based upon who they had to break through against. Right. Um, but you're right. I mean, I, Bryce. And, and th- there's going to be a generation, I think, and, and Paul, I'm going to use the term you used a while ago, that, you know, are going to miss their window mm-hmm. because of the error they were in. Right. Not, but, mean, Bryce, bad luck. but Bryce, Bryce, Roger Federer is 39 <laughs> years old. Okay. And we're he's still talking about him I, as a contender to win big tournaments. Milo Brownage is yep. not even 30. You telling me you couldn't take him down when he was 36 or 35? Exactly. Well, but see, the problem, well, but see, this is the problem. Yep. During that period to win a major, you probably had to beat at least two of them. Exactly. If not all three. And, 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 we, and we yep. know that it's an accomplishment to beat any one of them. Exactly. Major. So to 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 face a, a Roger in the semis and an Adal in the final or Djokovic or any combination, that's a pretty tall task. And mm-hmm. and 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 I think it. Don't get me wrong. You know we've had some like Andy Murray and Vavrinka who really stepped in and showed what they were about. But I mean. It's been tough getting through those I, I, three guys. Yeah, I, honestly, I yeah. honestly think had 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 Del Potro not gotten hurt, I mean, yep. we always say the yep. could have, should have, would have. Yep. But I really think with that forehand, that serve, yep. and that and that that crazy aggressive like body play that he always mm-hmm. had, I think he was on his way. I, I, I mean, agree with you. you. Yes, you mean you mean had he not gotten hurt several times? Yeah, right. Right. that guy just yeah. had they, all the rough. They, he really had such the, rough luck. Yeah, but really the first time, that first one after he won in 09, I think had he not gotten hurt, I think that he would have won a couple more. Oh, yeah, right sure. away. Yeah, right. Sure. Away. Yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, you know, and I think saying, that would have been to the detriment of Federer. If if you're being too. if you really being honest, yeah. because Nadal's been doing what he's Nadal will, will do, do what he's what, been doing on clay yep. irregardless. So you're not going to mess with, with Nadal. But unfortunately, had had Del Potro remained healthy, it would have impacted Federer and it would have impacted Djokovic because he would be he would be lightning at that U.S. Open and on those and at Wimbledon. I agree. And at Wimbledon. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. Federer he almost won a medal. Oops, sorry. U.S. Open though. Right. And, and wait a minute. I just want to introduce. We've had another uh, person step up. Jack oh, Kennedy. Hey, hey, Jack. What up, uh, Jack? What's on your mind? Hey guys, uh, no, I mean, I was just, uh, I'm a big Roger Federer fan, so I mean, I was just following along with what you guys were saying, and yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting conversation about Del Potro, um, really feel bad for the guy, like, with everything that happened with him in his career, but, uh, you know, just going back to the 2009 U.S. Open final, I just think that was one of the, I mean, obviously, Roger has a number of big chokes in his career, but <laughs> um, as a warrior, I mean, as a well, as a Warriors fan and a Roger Federer fan, I mean, I know a lot about choke jobs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, yeah, and, you know, definitely the 2009 U.S. Open um, final, like, he definitely, Roger should not have lost that. True. Like, right. There was no excuse for losing that. 
But but still, Jack Del Potro had to step up and take it. And he, he did, did that caliber, mm-hmm. and he did exactly. He did, he did snatch he did. He that did. opportunity when it came, and um, you know that I think what Tony was saying is winning begets winning, and that would have set right. Del Potro on a path, is what he's saying. Like right. he he would have taken some more just because, you know. If I if I go to, I go to the U.S. Open every year because I'm, I'm in Connecticut, so it's close. If I have a choice to see Del Potro or see any of these young guys playing, I will pick Del Potro every time. Every yeah. time, right? Right. See him hit the forehead Whew. in person. That sound. Nuts. It is yeah. It is hey, insane. Jack. Hey, Jack. Yeah. What, what are you, What are you thinking of Roger's chances coming back? Being a big Roger fan. What do you what do you think in hoping? What do you think's gonna happen in this first tournament back? Yeah, I mean, you know, to be honest with you guys, like uh I'm not expecting much in these smaller tournaments, but obviously like with his sheer talent alone, even when he's like fifty percent, he can take out like eighty percent of the whoever he's playing on any given day. Right. Um <clears throat> and that's a thing. So and I don't I don't think he really even cares about how he does like in these tournaments. I think the overall his goal is just Wimbledon and the Olympics at this point if they right. if they but, occur. But uh mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you too, but I also think that he's gonna be a little bit draw dependent the first couple of tournaments back. <laughs> yeah. Yes, totally. Yes. Agree, no totally. matter who he plays. I mean I think it's gonna be a little bit draw dependent as well. Because we saw in 2017 he... Australian Open, though, right? I mean, he went through that crazy draw <laughs> yep. of, like, uh, coming back from injury. Like, uh, he, yeah, he, but like, I think this is a little bit different, though. This is a little bit Yeah, more, he's, not, more. he's not as fit as he was going into that uh, Australian Open. Definitely not. Has anyone, has anyone seen him practice or seen him hitting? or seen, Has anyone seen him? I've seen clips online of him hitting, yes. Right. How, yes. How's, how's he look? He looks, he looks good. like Roger. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. always different from, um, okay. you know, like practice, right? Uh, okay. Here's the thing. Um, they they said from a health standpoint, he could have absolutely played the Australian Open. Mm-hmm. That was a not wanting to deal with the whole quarantine family thing. Was. Right. Exactly so, so they say he has been, you know, ready to play for quite a while now. So hmm. um, Miami's like, the same way. He's the same about Miami too. I'm not dealing with that quarantine shit. <laughs> right. No. Go to America. You know the virus. Or that <laughs> right? ass backwards Florida people. I'm not gonna <laughs> he's gonna drop in the ranking points. Yeah, I mean he's gonna drop in the ranking points now. He's gonna drop like a thousand points because he won it That's last true. year. That's true. Um, but you know, but here's the good thing. Here's the good thing for him. Here's the good thing for him. It really doesn't matter in terms of his seating for Wimbledon because they're gonna make sure he has a top four seating. Oh yeah. Correct. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh for yeah. Wimbledon especially because they They're do giving him differently that. like than oh, yeah. most other Grand Slams. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, so he he's gonna be as long as he's in the top four for sure. Y'all yeah. think y'all think Wimbledon's gonna put Serena in the top four? Nope. They no, I think they will. no. I do I not think, they, think will. they will. I don't think they will simply for the fact that she's been back now a couple of years. She's at number seven in the live rankings this week. So I mean. Granted, a, a, a Miami, and maybe if she goes to the French, you know, her ranking will go up a little bit, depending on how other people's points fall off. You're right. I don't, she didn't, she I didn't I don't do think great they're going to seed her in top four. I, I, okay. I disagree. I disagree. And, and let me put, let me, let me, yeah, let me throw this out here real quick. Y'all do not forget, Serena has been in the last two Grand Slam finals. She Wimbledon lost to Halep, the Wimbledon finals. She lost yeah. to Halep, and, uh, and who did she lose to? Was it, um... Kerber or who she lose to the last Naomi. time? No, no not in Wimbledon. Wimbledon. We're talking Wimbledon. 
Oh, she's Wimbledon. been in the last because remember they didn't play Wimbledon last Kerber, year, so Kerber, you got to go yeah, up yeah. the pre- previous years. Serena definitely should get a a top four seeding. If they don't, that is wrong. Because yeah, here's they the do thing. it kind of based on last year's results. No, um, they don't. They do it based upon your previous old results. Yeah, your previous yeah, grass yeah, court it's, results. It's your grass so, court results, um, and for how you did last year, I think something like and, that. Well, um, and, and so remember, she the last time they had Wimbledon, she was in the finals. It was right, exactly. That's why I expected her to be in top four, like what Roger. And and right. the other thing is, you have to look at okay. So if she's number seven, who's above her? So Svitolina is above Naomi. her. <laughs> nah. you, you you think they're gonna see Svitolina ahead of uh, Serena at Wimbledon? No, Absolutely no, not. no, no. The I only done, players that they can to... see above gonna... Serena, the only players I would say is potentially. A Muguruza and a Kvitova. Those are the only two. Well, because Muguruza made she owns a Wimbledon title. Let's, well, yeah, let's, but I let's not forget. Was, so that I just him. think that her ranking is like what is she fifteen right now? I don't think she can get close enough where they could give her. Right, yeah, that's there. That's a good point. That's very yeah. very fair point. You have to look at the rankings. Like there's right. kind of two people in the entire top ten that even stand a chance against her that can beat her. Right. I think she gets. There's I only like Roger Naomi and, can outpower her. That's the thing. I don't think she ever. Not on grass. Not on grass. Not on grass. Not on grass. I mean, I feel not like S- Simona did that, and Simona doesn't even hit that hard. She's really. No, Simona used Simona. Serena's power against exactly, her. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And then, um, I don't know, but grass is like uh, typically it's it's well realistically should be the fastest surface. And uh, but they changed that. They changed it a lot. Yeah, they changed it. Both Roger and Serena a lot. Actually, Naomi said not too long ago, she said um, grass, uh, grass plays slower than hard to her now. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, I think there was one year, like, I think it was maybe 2017 or 2016. No, it was 2015 or 2016 where they said that Wimbledon was playing slower than the French Open uh, at one point. It was, well, it was ridiculous. Probably a euphemism, but I, but I see the point they were making. But, Tony, like they're I'm showing look, like I'm indexes at the like. Uh, I mean, because U.S. Back. Open is technically supposed to be the fastest hard court, but I mean, it's it was the Aust- slow. The Australian oh was fast God. this year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, Tony, I'm looking at the rankings right now. The three people that would have to get bumped down are Svitolina, Pliskova, and Kennan. I'm American and I don't even like I don't even like Kennan's game and I don't I, like her. I think at I'm Wimbledon. American, I, I think at Wimbledon they're going to put Serena in the top four. If they, yeah, right. if, and I think she'll be like number six by the time that comes because Pushkova is on the tornado slide going down. Pushkova, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my prediction is that Serena and Roger will both be the number four seeds <laughs> in their respective draws. So, yeah, I'm going I, to I agree with you, this B. conversation and write a little note in my notes on my phone. <laughs> 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 Listen, okay. I, 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 Serena's my girl. I, I feel the same way you guys do. I just think that Wimbledon are coming. They're coming out of a lockdown. They are going to look at all these players and they're going to try to be fair. I, I call me crazy. Just part of me feels as though they're going to they're going to stick to their rankings. I really do. I, I don't know. Feel it in my bones. I do. I also think they're going to want to make sure Serena's there for the last weekend because they need the people there. So they're going to 
Just with, <laughs> when it comes to her. Oh, you can say that about Roger more than anyone. Absolutely. Sure. Well, and, and I tell you what, after this uh, Meghan Markle interview uh, last night, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you gonna see them doing all kind of stuff with black folks. They gonna put right? the Emer. They gonna rank. They gonna see the Emer brothers. <laughs> you don't have to qualify. Come on, girls. Come on in, right? You know, the royal family, like William and Kate, they usually like come to Wimbledon to support Roger and Serena. I don't uh-huh. think they're at all this year. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to be there. They're going to be there for Madison Keys like, first Jesus round. They're going to have on some George Floyd shirts and everything up right. in the world. They're going to be at every Coco <laughs> Golf match. They're going to be there. If I can't even show their face Megan in public Harry anymore. Wilson. I think Megan and Harry will show up to Serena's box and sit in her box. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh wow. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? That would be interesting. If yes. Serena's putting out statements like today after that interview, right. I would not put it past Megan to show up at Wimbledon with her fastener on and her, you know, pretty <laughs> outfit and then go to Sunday brunch and go watch your girl play some tennis or center court. And her fastener's going to say BLM. Right. <laughs> I, am curious, I am curious, though, since you're Serena fans, right? I, I do yeah. have one question to ask you guys. Like, what was your overall like? And I've I don't have too many friends who are Serena fans, so I just wanted to ask oh. you like. Uh, um, <laughs> you need some new friends, friends Jack. We only, uh, I mean, they only watch uh, you know male tennis, unfortunately. Oh, 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 oh okay, to, like, okay. You made them like okay. that. <laughs> but uh, you know, you was gonna um, get muted. My question is like, do you remember what happened with her and uh, Osaka, right, and that U.S. Open? Um, yes, yeah. You know, with her. What was your immediate reaction to that? Like, were you on Serena's side or were you kind of against it? Like, what was your thought process about? What it was, was bad all around. It was bad all around. Everybody, everybody were bad characters in that play, except for Osaka. Except Correct. for Osaka. Agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I that Serena, Serena should have shown a level card that she did right. Like, she well, went to that really Serena, bad. Serena should. I, 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 in fact, I actually think she she didn't actually go to the race card. She went to the gender card. Gender yeah. card. Um, gender. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, I personally, I, I like I said, there's a lot of blame to go around there. I'm still of the opinion that when you're in a Grand Slam final, you need to sit back and and let folks play. That's right. Yeah. Sit back and let him play. And if That's you right. do see again a violation, at least at least step up and be like, "Yo, you know I saw your coach." So if that happens again, I'm, that, I'm a flag. Right? But you got no. Time, he did not. He did not give her a warning on the coaching. He did not. And Wait, to me, that is where that fails. I think though, when you get when he said it's a when he said that I saw your uh, coach. Yeah, he gave her a warning, and then when she broke the racket. That, that was, that the, was the violation, violation. right? Because right. she had right. a warning, and then she then stopped there, and she went she went on going again and again at him, and you know, obviously, she I don't think calling a thief really should get her another <laughs> right. like uh, penalty. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, let me see. Let me stop. I'm gonna go, I'm go on mute. <laughs> Jack, Jack, I'm gonna say this: um, if you haven't watched the ESPN special, the Serena against the Umpire, watch it. It was actually yeah. really really good. It was yes, really good. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's unfortunate. She has had like some, uh, you know, the 2009 U.S. Open. I remember that clearly, um, like against well, Kim Clijsters, if you remember. Well, just look um, at this way: we have we have now instant replay because sh- of, because, because of Serena. Because of her, right. Shot spot is Serena. Exactly. That but was from because her, of her and Jennifer Capriati. Exactly. 
exactly. That that far sideline all the way up inside the line. And the judge (laughs) overruled it and was like, that's out. I That's mean, the worst on. overruling I have ever seen. Really? Oh, which one? Oh, you you I, 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 I you... the one like where she got called for the footballs and uh... no, 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 no. Go back to Capriati. You gotta because... go. You gotta go back. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta go back. Oh, Zach is too young. He doesn't know even know who Capriati is. He's too young. No, I do know Capriati. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Listen. So the thing is about that Capriati. There's two things that I always remember from that. One is her and. The flyest denim outfit that, that she should have been holding yes. a major in. Ooh, yes, those sir. boots were fucking killer. <laughs> yes. Should have been holding a major in those. <laughs> and two, hearing her say, "No, no, 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 no," I know my shots. Yep. That is why we have shot spots. Yep. Yeah, right. Away from that Capriati match. Her That's right. Yeah. And should have been holding a trophy. And her saying, "No, no, no," I know my shots. So right. She's and then to see affair with the u.s open for some right. strange mm. reason which is her home tournament i know they but you know what we have heard we have heard time and time again from a lot of the, the people of color yep. that they feel like they are treated so much better at the tournaments in other countries europe Asian, than they are here in their own country let's not mm. forget indian wells let's not forget that oh, let's not forget yeah, indian yeah. wells and that was here. Mm-hmm. He refused to play exactly. for many years after that. Correct. Her and Venus. Right. Yeah, I always just err to the side of when a black person tells you how they see something or how it affects them, just believe them. That's you right. Know, this, 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 narrative, this narrative of not playing this card or not playing that card, we've been dealt 400 years of cards, so we know when something ain't right. All I love you, dude. Do is just, well, I'm just saying, as a, as a, for educational value, the thing to do is step back and go, I believe that you're not crazy. I'm not going to try to tell you you're crazy because you've watched your parents go through it. You've watched your grandparents go through it. You know you're being followed in the store. You know what's happening. You're not crazy. And if Serena feels some type of way and she is the best player ever to step on a tennis court, she knows yeah. what's happening. <laughs> to, to, to go and, through and so, that and, just, and, you know, and still wear them Cameroon socks and still be winning all that stuff. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> exactly. So the funny thing is, though, the interesting piece about the, the, the Open with Naomi, the first one, where all that happened, she's in her press conference. And so people are always like, how did you feel? How did that make you feel? Like, I'm a social worker, so I work with people. You get it? And um, to see her kind of emotional, not about losing, not about, um, you know, all the other stuff going on. It was more, like you said, about the gender inequality that's Mm -hmm. out there. And yeah. that, to me, spoke volumes about why everybody would always be like, she's classless, she doesn't care about her opponent, she talks bad about... She really doesn't. She's uh, When she first started, she was like, yeah, them bitches don't really mean nothing to me. Y'all <laughs> I get that. I totally get that. But as she got older, she kind of right. looked at as, you know what, these are the people I work with. And yep. so people to always give her that brand of, she's, she's a bitch, she's got a shitty attitude, whatever, whatever. She's earned her right to be at the top in the face of the women's game. And That's so right. And so for her to talk about gender inequality... And how it affects not just her, but the girls coming behind her. That is what was what I and these and these girls and these girls know the truth. They know that y'all wouldn't be making no money, wouldn't have no sponsorships. Nobody be watching if it wasn't for Serena Williams. They they, they all look at her as like when you listen to those interviews of like who's the toughest person you've played, Serena. Who's who? What would you like from somebody's game, Serena? Serve. 
who's you know the mental top who served who served you two bagels and you and and you still she's feeding your family like serena's feeding all these people's families (laughs) exactly (laughs) she's feeding all of their families she is true mother earth because if it wasn't for her there would be no there would be nothing happening name the other player i mean maybe venus would have you know please venus venus lost more grand slam finals than she won and so she would have had 16 or 17 finals probably Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so, you, so, other, you know, but for you that, you have to go back like Steffi Graf, I would say. Yeah, you'd have to go that far back. But right. see, there wasn't the sort of social media, you know, super, you know, there wasn't that opportunity back then. So, Serena not only was an incredible player, she was so savvy and in the moment and understood how to make her so you know sure shoulder poba tried it but you know <laughs> oh my god Mel, man like, but Meldon- meldonia couldn't hang i never you also make the point that you know guys mm. like the young, the young guns the younger generation have to jump up and snatch that serena came up against a lot of girls that would they would literally be playing flawless tennis for two weeks at a major and get to her and lose their shit. They they just couldn't, they couldn't handle it. Naomi, on the other hand, is that girl that's like, you know what? I modeled my game after your game. And I'm younger. Mm -hmm. She's powerful. And I'm going to give you your game right back at you. And you know, you know, and Tony, Tony, you know who else I appreciate that that I didn't for a while as Arinka because she'll step up there. She'll step up there. Like you know what, you know what, Serena, you gonna have to knock me down. We gonna fight, and I like that. I like that. I wasn't mad that she like when Serena lost to her at the U.S. Open. I I felt it like as it started. As Rinka's playing really good ball, and she's not scared of Serena. She wants mm-hmm. this kind of a match. As Rinka you hasn't have had this kind of a match in a very long time. Yeah, I yeah. had a feeling she was going to yeah. step up and take that. Yeah. Serena's loss to Andreescu, that was a fluke. You know what I mean? Like, Andreescu is not that great of a player. She, she's really Ooh, not that great of a player. shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> well, so, well, and, and listen, well and I, I know everybody loves her. I know everybody <laughs> loves her. And I, she's a pro. She's, a, she's elite. I get it. She is a good player. I'm just talking shit to say. No, that. no, no. I Serena Let's be clear about something. Let's be clear about something. Because to be a great player, you can't lose the chase away. Exactly. No, no, I will. You also have to beat the best player. You have to be able to stay healthy and beat exactly. chase away. And if you cannot stay healthy, you will not be considered a great player. And be chased no, away. Like everyone who troubled Serena ever, right? That's like, wrong. it was always the people who could go up against her. Like uh, it was the people who weren't show. afraid of her. Exactly. Yeah. Your your yeah. Justine yeah. Ennis, your Kim Kleisters, your yeah. Lindsay, exactly. Ex- exactly. Bianca wasn't scared of her on that day. Not on that day. But you know what, though? She Serena, was not playing Serena for most of the day. Like unfortunately, but. Serena got into her own head and outplayed herself. Like errors out of 